Rolling from our problems contains some mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, and welcome back. I'm Weston, your DM. And I'm Ryan. I'm playing Mulek Remen, level 5, Horizon Walker, Ranger, Lizard Folk. I'm Robbie. I'm playing Never, an Aarakocra, Wizard of the School of Evocation, level 5. And I'm Jonah. I'll be playing Bakavard, the half orc, level 5 barbarian. And this is Rolling from Our Problems Cataclysm. Previously on Rolling From Our Problems, Cataclysm. We've got identification, the lantern should suffice, as well as the keys in the lockbox and the gun and the locket. So I thought we'd get out of here before we run into anything we can't handle. So you guys are going to plan on running then, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because as you get out and you turn around, you see a large aberration. About 10 feet wide, it seems to have the general shape of a spider. Hmm. So everybody now is going to roll initiative for this chase sequence. This landscape that you have been watching has already began to shift. And you're seeing small fissures rip open in the ground. And this seems to be this dark red oily substance that is dripping upwards into the air slowly from these small fissures. Okay. 19. <laughs> 19. You expertly nice. just like dodge off to the side. You do like a barrel roll and narrowly miss this hot geyser. Is there a certain color to this fire, even though you can't see color? Yeah. I mean, it's like a rainbow because I can't control the color. Oh, gotcha. So this, uh, <laughs> this multi-hued explosion of light lights up behind Mulek painting this gray and graying landscape in this bright, bright light and color. And it seems like flash through some of these obsidian trees. You hear some sounds into the night as well. And this spider is currently writhing on the ground behind Mulek. Great. I will also fly away. So he's just bombing with the, with the axe and this tree falls in front of him and he's just going to like slap the axe into the tree and use it to like pole vault himself over and as he's like cartwheeling over this tree he's gonna pull his his hand cannon out and shoot in the air at this thing behind him perfect and so now it's a roll to hit right yes does a 15 hit it does yeah <gasps> go so ahead and roll that damage 1d12 and what type of damage is it uh piercing piercing perfect Ooh, full damage 15 points Nice. Very good. Mechanically, this thing is now bloodied. Nice. You see this dark fluid oozing out of cracks and burns in its chitin. Oh. Out of this mist looms one of these branches of this obsidian tree catching you off guard and knocking you prone to the ground. Ow. At this point, it's five feet across. And this dark burning fluid doesn't cover all of it, but some of it. And it seems to be stretching off far into the distance, further than you can see. So I have to jump that? You have to jump it or find some other way over it. 11? 11 is enough to clear the five-foot gap. Nice. You kind of stumble onto the other side, and you see that it just continues to grow and widen as you move. That 16 is enough to clear the now up to about 10 foot gap. Damn. Nearly, nearly, not quite, but nearly. As he kind of jumps and he watches Mula kind of scrabbles at this dark earth, pulling himself back. And that brings it to the monster. It seems to get up to this steadily widening chasm, already bloodied, and it stands at the edge of this chasm, and it screams, something between this bestial roar and a woman's scream as this fissure widens more and more, and you lose sight through this dark fluid. So the chase is over? The chase is over. (sighs) He got away. That was... Dang it. So what is it that you're wanting to do now? Um, yeah, let's head to that mining town, mm-hmm. the closer one. Okay. And then we can rest up there for probably a night or so, and then um, we can trek back 
three days the opposite way to, to catch our bounty. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that there's more changes that are happening that we're not aware of. Yeah, I've never, careful. I've never seen anything like that before either. I'll be glad to get into town and sleep, have a hot bath maybe. As we get back into our session with the three characters just barely exiting the mist into Tannersby, the... I don't remember if we said this last time. Uh, anybody can go ahead and roll uh, Arcana or or Nature. Okay. All right. I'm not getting it, whatever it is. I rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> I'll roll Arcana. Oh man, eight. <laughs> you rolled a two as well? Well, I got a uh, nine with my Nature. <laughs> Give me a second. For Kava? I'm going to roll for Kava because apparently you guys suck. (laughs) Okay, well, nobody gets to know this then. Um, The clearing is brightly colored. Oh, cool. As you exit the mist, the town seems to be built in a sort of like bowl type thing where the edges of this clearing where you can see in the mist are all kind of heading downhill into the center of this town. The town seems to be a smaller clearing for sure. And you can kind of, yeah, I guess that pretty well describes what you guys can tell. Oh, cool. A slight map to give you an idea. Yeah, not very big, not very big. And Kava gives a kind of hacking cough and lifts his mask up to his face and you hear like a click and a hiss. It takes a few deep breaths as we begin to walk down this hill. Small town, they're like... (laughs) Like 60 buildings. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have like a functioning economy, it can only get so small. That's that's fair. Okay. Uh, I want to go to... Wait, no. Before we, we go anywhere, let's open the box. Yeah. Uh, you have to go back to the other place to get your reward. Uh, that's right. Let's open the box, though. Spoils. Okay. So Kava nods and he pulls out this lockbox. Who had the key? Uh... The key is, is shown. <laughs> The key is the key is found among the body mem- the body members, <laughs> and Kava leans down and opens up this box, uh, and it seems to be a currency box used for trade and such, with the equivalent of probably about eighty gold pieces in it. Some of them aren't actually actual gold pieces; they're just like bars of gold. But it, the currency equivalent is eighty gold pieces. Cool. I'm oh, grab nice. some. I'll let ah gold. How useless. <laughs> I will stick with. My new six-shooter. All right. I'll take half then if you don't want any of it. Kava shakes his head and uh, splits it in half, (laughs) pushing half over to Navarre as they begin to walk towards this town. And then he uh, closes up the lockbox and tucks it back up where he had it. Cool. Okay. uh, Where should we go in town? There's a bar. There's a a blacksmith, it looks like, really far away. Wait, where are we? Uh, Tannersby. Go ahead and roll. No, I mean, like, we're in the town. So I, I want to describe like what I see. You're probably coming off from this side here. Okay. So uh, I could probably see the pub and probably like a sign far away of it. Yeah, you probably couldn't make out the blacksmith. blacksmith shop very well, but you could very much so tell that the inn and tavern is that. And there's some other small stores around there. The center of town seems to have like a large opening in it. And the whole town seemed kind of built around this bowl shape with an opening at the bottom. I see a lot of commotion in there without my natural eyes. Let us go. As you kind of walk through, <laughs> you see that the land surrounding this, while teeming with like life and stuff like that, doesn't seem to be, you see lots of like colorful greenery and stuff like that, but nothing really above like knee height. And it doesn't look like there's any tilling done anywhere around here. Ah, no a, farming. A beautiful town. It is. Very well in tuned with nature. Oh, that's nature? Oh, yeah. Barely noticed. I, I don't see colors anymore. <laughs> ah. You guys can go ahead and roll me a quick perception check. It all kind of blends in perception. Oh, good thing I recently increased my perception greatly. <laughs> oh, bro. <rogue laughs> it moment. was a plus zero, now it's a plus eight. Oh, I guess we should also talk wow. about that really quick <laughs> in the non pre show part. We're doing a multi-class thing where every other level in your main level, you get one on your side level for free. Audio listener, we like our homebrew. 26. 26. 17. Okay, so so both of you, did you get a natural 20 or was it just a big... No, just an 18. And just plus an 18. Eight. Okay. So um, you guys can both see... Um, 26. As you start making your way towards the town, you see a couple kids on the outskirts of town. 
freeze and look up at you and then run further into the town. You see a couple men on these streets in the bear. You see a couple of these grown men sort of unclasp pistols that are on their belt. Not grab them or, or pull them out or anything like that, but ready them slightly. Can I just say, gah! Mulek <laughs> <laughs> will lick his lips and say, ah, so many tasty people around. <laughs> <laughs> Did the commoners hear that um you're still a decent ways out but i'm gonna roll for it really quick <laughs> perception perhaps indeed exactly that yeah you see you see that uh at least one or two check that their pistols are actually loaded <laughs> and you watch one of these men with a like a salt and pepper beard pull his hat down over his eyes and light up a cigar watching you guys as you begin to walk towards the town. Well, I that would pub. roll intimidation, but I don't have any pluses to it, so I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> that pub is looking pretty fancy on it. I'm going to stick my beak into a drink. Okay. You make your way into the center of town, and you can see that this opening seems to have rails leading down it. As you get through these side streets and make it up to this pub, you see it's got this weathered sort of um, green wood sign hanging at the front of it. And it seems to have like a couple small mushrooms that have like grown into these. It's a lot of uh, stonework that's been kind of overtaken by vines and greenery as well as some uh, lots of fungus as well. Saloon doors? Saloon doors, you yeah. know it. <laughs> I'm going to burst through with my wings outstretched. <laughs> These doors slam against the side, and everybody in this tavern stops talking. I'm gonna chuckle and ask for a drink. You, you, you chuckle as you walk to the bar. It seems like every face turns and watches you as you walk. These rough-looking men and women. A lot of the men are covered in some sort of dust, and you see on these like uh, leather leather garb that they have, these trench coats and vests and such. You see small patches of mushroom that seem to like weave their way into different seams and stuff like that. Dusty folk, and they watch you as you walk up to this bar, and not a sound as you make your way to the front. I'm following in behind, and and I'll just take in the smell of all the fresh food in this bar. I'm gonna sit okay. down at the bar and start touching the bar. It's one of the textures, one of the only things I have. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll <laughs> perception. <laughs> and I'm going to ask for a drink as well. Okay. Uh, Ten. You, As you feel across it, even though there's definitely the texture there, it's worn smooth enough that it's hard to tell what type of wood. And I know how much you love defining the different types of woods. <laughs> Here you go. Feel is so important to you, but it's rubbed smooth. How do you ask for a drink? Because there's not a bartender up there waiting for you. He's over talking to a different group, eyeing you warily. I drop a gold piece on the counter and... <clears throat> <laughs> he looks up at you. He kind of like looks at where the gold <laughs> fell and kind of looks at the guy he was just talking to. And he makes his way up to you. <laughs> well, uh, what brings you to Tannersby? Just passing by, mm. collecting a bounty. Uh, I see. Well, uh, well, a little bit of drink. What do you prefer? We got a lot of, uh, wines of a sort. We are kind of running slim on most of our food's goods. Any meat will do for me. He looks at you and he's like, well, we, we don't have much of that left either. We You seem to have plenty of meat to me. He'll <laughs> look around at all the... <laughs> All the patrons and, and grin showing his sharp <laughs> lizard fangs. You, you hear somebody like fiddling with a gun. You hear a hammer cock. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. You can't tell from where it was. At. Or you can roll perception if you'd like, but it's just somewhere from in this uh, crowded tavern that's no. not making any noise. No, I'm going to say that to uh, Mulek. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> Don't need to scare them. The soft skins prove useful. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> All right. I, Kava takes a seat next to <laughs> Navarre and also shoves forth a gold piece. I want a, a drink of wine in a glass that is very narrow. Narrow. All right. I'll see what I can find for meat. And he walks into the back of the room. <laughs> There's a silence for a good little while. And then people slowly begin talking again. <laughs> Everybody seems very wary. 
you can see at least one guy who has moved towards the doorway and is now sitting in a chair smoking something and holding a rifle just kind of across his leg. I'm going to tap on the, on the counter with my beak until my drink arrives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Intermittently, like Intermittently. a woodpecker. <laughs> no, I'll hear. Soft skin customs are inhibiting the true ways. He comes uh, back in after a minute. Uh, he has this bottle of wine. It seems like a skinny thing itself. Um, and he doesn't have any glass, but he has a thinner, taller tankard and one that's a little more regular. And he sets them in front of you and begins to pour this wine into both of those cups. I'm going to put my head right straight above the <laughs> tankard and poke my beak into it so that it can barely open and just like... <laughs> <laughs> Make a mess. <laughs> okay, we'll roll constitution as you do this. Kava shakes his head and begins to drink his. <laughs> so quick side note, I found out that Mulek doesn't have any money at all. <laughs> you were supposed to Lovely. start with money. Yeah, you were. Well, I spent it all on equipment. Uh, oh, I that's see. right. Because I'm a lizard folk. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's fair. 16. 16. Okay, you are good. Kava, on the other hand, after he kind of pulls his mask down, sips, immediately puts it back up and kind of hacks and coughs. This wine is incredibly earthy and stronger than you expected it to be. Hmm. I'm going to keep on drinking it with okay. my straw beak. This kind of muted conversation continues around you very, um, very quiet, very watchful. And then he comes back a short time later, the bartender, with uh, three small plates and he sets them in front of you. There seems to be a very small hunk of like well salted meat as well as what looks like some sort of sauteed mushrooms off to the side and some wilted greens as well. So there's a famine here. Well, it just, we get plenty of, you know, this here fungus. It does well enough for nutrition, but the flavor is, I mean, it, it, it does. We're kind of relying on other people bringing in something, you know, worth eating. Okay. Tanners be folk are, are hardy and, you know, we do what we must. Not much of it. So this is regular then. Yeah, very well mean. We were expecting a pretty big load of some of those fresh goods, but uh, Habbard didn't make it here, it seems. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, poor Habbard. Do you, what a fool. I, <laughs> have you have you heard of him? Oh, him. Yeah, we saw him. You saw him? Why, why the hell did he... What is he... What's he doing that he didn't deliver? I mean... Well, he got infected with something. Oh, and I see. turned into a monster. Ugh. So. And had to put him out of his misery. Poor fool. He kind of, like, nods slowly. And now that he's kind of converse, conversing with you, people seem to ease up just a little bit. That guy's still sitting by the door with a rifle, but he's not holding it as tight. You see some of these white knuckle grips on drinks slacking a little bit over time. The conversation seems to warm a little bit more. He, the bartender leans and pours himself a wooden tankard of something as well and begins to drink it. Uh, you know, Habbard, Habbard was a good guy. Lots of, lots of good trade from, from Habbard. I bet you could have eaten a lot of things. He was so hung hungry he ate a horse. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Tough uh, business horse. <laughs> Tough meat. Tough meat. I wish Not I could have eaten it. some of that horse. It was too rotten by the time we found it. <laughs> Just like that. That's the sound he makes. <laughs> and he takes another sip of what seems to be harder than the wine he poured you. You look with that, we'll start digging into the meat <laughs> with no motion of pain for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I don't I don't know how much weight gold carries in this era versus the podcast era cuz uh, obviously the podcast era era carries a lot of weight. Right. But it's here, still currency. Um something I haven't like I kind of mentioned it to where some of these currency is in like a bar type deal right there's different types of currency but the equivalent of a gold is essentially what was just put up there there's different like makes of gold as well it's still used as a currency hmm. oh, okay That's so cool. it's somewhat equivalent to the right. poll it would have had in the podcast campaign right but okay so i'm i'm not a complete douche no. for just eating <laughs> Yeah, they don't think highly of you. If if he didn't get money, he wouldn't be giving you meat at all or food at all right now. He considers himself paid with two gold. I don't even know why we paid two, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty over the top. <laughs> um, after you guys are eating this forbidden drinks, he's like, well, we have uh, rooms 
as well as the food, and I assume that's what that much money was for. It's just like your sort to be tossing money around like that, but got hmm. rooms to put you up in. Yeah, perfect. I guess that'll do. Yeah, yeah. we can stay here if we want. Yeah. Well, you, if you ever want to brave the mist and prove your stock, you're welcome to join us. Bell. Maybe make some coin yourself. The battle here is hard enough. Maybe you could find some stupid young boy to go with you or some shit. You kind of does that. <laughs> Fucking faded. <laughs> he looks disgusted. <laughs> like that, that offhand joke about faded picking up young men and having them fight in the waist with them was like clearly edged. Any kind of ruffles and what's the attraction of this town? I mean, what do we what do we do here? Yeah, you have like carousels or carousels. We have. The Sylvain Mine. Ah. We trade in Sylvain and Bracton, where Habard, well, I mean, Bracton is very, very rich in uh, fertile land, real good farming. The thing that they don't have is good protection from the waste, and these, they found a way to use these Sylvain to push the mist back a little bit and get a little bit more of that fertile land. And the problem is that the further they try to push it, the more it takes. I would be very interested in acquiring some of this Sylvain ore of yours. I always love a new weapon to take down my prey. Well, I mean, you could speak to our blacksmith. I know he works with it. See, uh, you're back to this building? Uh, well, you should be able to go out to northwest of town. It's got a little rundown shop. You can tell it's his. He's got a, a stable. It's a little bit of a bigger building, building with a open side to it. Oh, cool. Thanks. Do we, we don't currently have any special bolts in our inventory, right? We're just going to no, have to gather yet. those. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, you want to go there? As well as bullets, can I have like arrow or bolts? Oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Absolutely. Too? Yeah. Okay. And another thing, and when it comes to like making things from it, it's much more difficult. It's a very new science. Like uh, Sylvain is difficult to deal with because it grows over time so there needs to be like a maintenance to it when it's a little piece and a bullet it's whatever you know but you try to make a blade out of it or some of the other materials it's a lot more work and can take quite a bit of extra time to create weapons with it and then you also have to do maintenance on it yeah 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 very cool yes yeah. i would i would like to visit the blacksmith perfect I smash the saloon doors as I go out. Okay. Again. They go, good do <laughs> And the guy sitting by the door with the rifle just kind of eyes you as you go out. <laughs> My Everybody just kind of like watches and you hear like people start like murmuring after you're out of the bar. My lizard tail will flick back and forth as I walk out. <laughs> Kava stands up, brushes himself off. There's like dust in this bar and. <laughs> and follows you guys out. You know, it'd be funny since I have impaired vision every once in a while to do like a perception check to see if I run into a sign or something. That would be really funny. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a, a save really quick. Okay. I'll do a save. Perception save. Like a wisdom save? Yeah. Wisdom save. Okay. That's my perception's too high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I rolled a one. So. Yeah. So, like, as you're going around this <laughs> corner, you see it's like. People scatter from the streets. You walk down and you watch as Navarre like walks right into like a hitching post. <laughs> it, like topples over it. It's like a like hip level. And he just runs right into it and <laughs> right onto the ground. Make an angry car noise. Stand back up and go back. Go head on uh, because it's about one. Make me another wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh, I rolled a two plus five. You immediately Seven. walk into the side of a building to hit your post. Mama kind of like picks you up and like pulls you back onto the road. <laughs> I see why birds die flying into windows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are tiny birds. I'm totally different. <laughs> what do you fly into? Uh, mostly buildings and signs. <laughs> <laughs> I do see glass, but, you know. <laughs> you see glass. Sometimes I'm just too close to the buildings and signs. I guess each each race has its own flaws. <laughs> That's great, Ryan. That was a great <laughs> Us, Quetzalcoatl, our flaw is a ravenish hunger for the flesh of other creatures. All creatures? Especially the humanoid kind. <laughs> Even your own race? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lizard folk do not taste good. Do I look tasty to you? Does Kava look tasty to you? Yes. Ah. But uh, you are useful. 
<laughs> so eating you would be a waste. As long as I'm useful. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> as you make your way to this blacksmith shop, you see exactly how he described it, where like one half of this building isn't a wall. It's just like sparsely put together columns. You see open blacksmith tools as well as like an open furnace. And you see like an enclosed area that you would ass- like properly assume to be his shop. I'm going to take a, a deep breath in to see if I can smell any like furnace working or forges right, go ahead or and roll anything. Perception. All right. Um, 16. No, I don't think you could find anything specific with the 16. It has like that warm metal smell of like a furnace, but of blacksmithery, but nothing like that points to it being currently worked or what was being worked. All right. Saloon doors? No, regular door this time. Darn it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kick it down. Okay, go ahead and roll (laughs) athletics. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to open the door. Okay. Uh, A useful establishment. (laughs) You open the door. And it kind of hits against a bell that rings as you walk in. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Okay, so you manage to, while you jump, you avoid running back into the door frame. <laughs> um, this blacksmith shop is actually kept very tidy. Um, you can see it's a lot of like picks and stuff like that. A lot of shovels, a lot of mining tools that actually dot around this. You see a counter on the left side when you enter that runs most of the length of this part of the building. On the right, you see a whole bunch of like, again, those tools and equipment stacked up. And at the back, you see another door. There's also a door leading from behind the counter. There is a dwarven fellow behind the counter with a dusty, dusty beard. And he seems to have mushrooms like growing out of his beard and hanging off his blacksmith apron. <laughs> Greetings. What firearms do you have? Uh, fi- firearms? Um, I don't do very many. Uh, oh. I am mostly a toolsmith. I do carry uh, some goods, though. What is it that you're looking for? Uh, do you have something better than this? I'm just going to wave around my, da- <laughs> my revolver. <laughs> Should we do a roll to see if it goes off? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm waving it. Uh, yeah, just do a flat 20 roll. Okay. We'll do like a we'll do like a twenty five percent chance. I rolled a twenty. A twenty? Yeah. So it doesn't go off. <laughs> You're just like waving around. Because like, hey, 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 lad, lad, put that down. Put oh, that down. Oh, my bad. You're this gonna kill somebody. This is my first one. That's I'm, your first gun. Yeah. Is, is that the one I gave you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, lad, don't 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 just be waving it around and shit. I bet. You're gonna get somebody hurt. <laughs> do you have? We heard from. The tavern keep that you carried Sylvan or uh, we ma- we mainly just kind of stock it for the use of others. But I mean, if you talk to uh talk to that Dolkin fella, you know, I mean, I can tell pretty easy what you are. He's the kind that stalks that sort of shit. And most people don't have use for that. He's a stalker. Uh, no, I mean, one of your your uh, fuck. <laughs> and he like, like looks down, like looking at you guys. And um, you guys would know that in most clearings, there's kind of a sort of office for mercenary work for the faded and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it would you'd be able to kind of tell that that's what he's saying, but he doesn't like talking about it. <laughs> I it doesn't bother me. I know I'm faded. <laughs> All right, I'm well, jaded and faded. Do you need <laughs> any any blade work? I can do very well. If you need any regular ammunition, I can do that very well. Oh yeah, I could grab some ammo. Alright, so what are you looking for with your ammo? Some, uh, just regular shots. Regular shots? Okay, you can pistol. probably... Let's see, how or much does this stuff usually cost? Shot pistol. It's gonna be the same cost as, like, arrows. The standard ammunition. Cool. So, yeah, in your, in your inventory, go ahead and add just, like, I guess just put them as arrows and we can make it a custom item, but for, uh, we'll say five... So, no, one gold piece, yeah. One gold piece per bullet? One gold piece for 20 bullets. 20 bullets, okay. Sounds good. And Kava's also going to pick up some as well. I'll get uh, 40. Perfect. Yeah, I guess I already have ammo. (laughs) Not like tons and tons of it, but... So Kava now has 30 uh, rifle rounds as well, because his pistol shoots rifle rounds. (laughs) So you make this Kava's pistol shoots rifle rounds? Yeah, he has a hand cannon, which has like a strength requirement to be able to use. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it does extra damage, but it has like a strength requirement to be able to use it. It's like a, we've talked about it in like the last battle, I think, but it's like a breakneck 
pistol where you thumb a rifle around into it and then snap it back. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm going to load my pistol. All okay. six shots are <laughs> Okay, good, good. Hmm. I wish I had some gold. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard folk moment. Lizard. Um, That's a you problem. <laughs> it is a you problem. That's good role play, though. <laughs> so he, he transfers you guys your ammunition and then waits for you to ask for something else. He, Seems to be getting more and more agitated the longer you're in here. Hmm. So for the clearings, is it common for things to come out of the mist to terrorize the clearings? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. A lot of times you'll get a, a contract for something that has like broken through the mist or something like that or keeps breaking through the mist. Something that has made uh, an area around a clearing a hunting ground and will at times break through. Because there's nothing, the mist doesn't actually stop creatures at all. It just like, uh, it's something that most creatures will avoid because it's an unknown kind of deal, you know? Oh, yeah. Most wild creatures aren't going to want to just blindly run through something. But if there's like an intelligent creature and it's aware that there's something on the other side, it there are plenty of times where monsters break through the mist. Oh, so it's almost like a false sense of security. Uh-huh, yeah. But you can't see past. We all live in a bubble. <laughs> it's true. Except for the faded. <laughs> Except for the faded. The mist walkers. All right, well, seeing as I don't have any money, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> okay. Um. So where you guys going to carry go what next? I want anyways? We're going to head towards... What's the guy's name? Dolkin. Dolkin. All right. Go see Dolkin. Yep. So like I said, you kind of, he didn't give you any sort of directions. So if you guys want to make, see what would be a fitting check to try to find this place. I don't know. Survival? (laughs) For navigation? We must survive. Investigation. All right. 24. Okay. So you're able (laughs) to just kind of do your lizard folk thing while you're sneaking around and a smell catches your nose. A smell you're familiar with. A lot of times there's like a parcels that are packed with like when the faded go from one clearing to the next, they'll kind of bring these information parcels to the other uh, office at that other clearing is their way of passing information along and such. And so that sort of maily wrapping, most people aren't sending mail right now. So you kind of smell that like mail paste and stuff like that, that they use to wrap the packages with paper. What's that smell? No, no, you can't smell that. It's Elizabeth Folk. <laughs> Male flesh. Male flesh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yes, and you're like you can you can smell what you associate with the office. Uh smells like the office is this way. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Every road you go down, people kinda scatter and hide in buildings and you watch as people like pull by the drapes as you pass. I mutter under my breath, I wish one of them was alone, so then I could eat one without any consequences. <laughs> I think you would still have consequences. <laughs> like screaming. No. I would kill it quick. <laughs> it would not make a sound. So you get to this office. <laughs> it seems to be a kind of tall and skinny building with another regular door at the front. It's got a couple steps that actually lead up to it. It seems to be in poorer repair than most of the surrounding buildings. So indoors? All right. I'll climb, I'll climb the steps. Okay. Um, and there's a small uh, symbol in the corner that you would know to mark the office. It's not hanging on a sign, and it seems to be just kind of like scratched into this wood. What are these offices called? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't come up with a good name for them. That sounds cool. Uh, I'm going to follow me. Like- outposts. That's pretty good. The outposts? The outposts. Yeah. We'll roll with that for now. Ah, here's the outpost. Let us find a worthy adversary to face. <laughs> thought you wanted metal. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have any money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Follow me, like. Okay, I'm entering the outpost. Okay, you get in, and it seems to be a very small building. And the moment you walk in, you can see stairs leading upstairs, and um, there's a very small counter before you get to those stairs with like a bell on it. You can see different maps behind that counter and a small assortment of weapons. You see like other things like bottles of holy water things you know that affect ghosts magically blessed shot and stuff like that as well all uh, little equipment that most people don't need it is beautiful <laughs> yeah i don't really want any of it there's nobody behind the counter right now you're <laughs> <laughs> gonna, gonna tap on the counter okay well there's a bell like a dingy bell i'm gonna ding it with my beak kava like pulls you back 
And he watches somebody comes down. They look to be an older human man with dark hair and a dark beard. He doesn't seem to have as much fungus woven into his beard, but it's still clinging to his clothes a little bit. Oh, uh, hello there, uh, sirs. Um, what, what can I help you with? Good question. Can we turn in quests at places that aren't the main town? It depends. If you bring in like a trophy, like a head for like a kill, then yeah. But where this one is like a rescue or closure mission, it's actually given from the guy's wife. So you have to go back and talk to her to get the reward. Oh, okay. If it was like just like a hunt, then yeah, you could turn it in at any outpost. Okay. Have there been any troubles in this clearing? Uh, Well, you know, other than how hard food is to come by, it has been that bad or are you looking for another job well i hear you have the capacity to supply us with some sylvan materials for ammunition and weaponry and such oh oh yeah yeah i i however don't necessarily deal in material goods but i do like doing favors for such oh yeah, um, uh, the guy seems, like, very nervous. He's, like, looking around. You, this man isn't faded. He seems to be, at best, like, a desk worker for, for these mercenaries and stuff like that. <laughs> like, he gets he gets money from dealing with them, essentially, and, like, a percentage of contracts, like, a small percentage and stuff like that for running them and handing them out. But he's not the adventuring type. He's like, um, well, I mean, unless you you have, like, a like a bounty to turn in or something, I don't... I don't I don't have anything that needs done. I mean, I can buy goods from you. Hmm. You don't have any enemies. Uh, <laughs> he like looks between <laughs> you and he's like, well, I mean, I mean, like, uh, people don't, people kind of avoid me because of, you know, our, our line of work. They just, not, that's, they just don't get it, you know? Yeah. I guess I, I feel you. Yeah. Do you have like a, like a parcel to turn in from a different outpost or? Well, know? we were actually, you know, my pockets. <laughs> we actually came here being sidetracked on our way from a different objective we were completing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, which mission did you take on? The missing human Havard. Oh, oh. Uh, did you did you find him? Yeah, we found him. <laughs> oh, like, is is he all right? No, we uh, killed him. What? Uh, um, all right. Um, because <laughs> well, he got sick and turned into a monster. Of yeah, I figured as much. Uh, that's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was a nice enough guy. Every now and then, he'd actually move uh, parcels. Well, uh, it's a great loss for the peoples of the clearings. Well, uh, did you did you learn anything there? Anything I can write down to put in a parcel? Um, you, there you is learned on this one. There's a spider. There's a. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he starts like rummaging around and pulls out uh, an ink well and a piece of paper. There's a spider abomination. He's gonna write with his finger. No, 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 no. And a like an inkwell pen and oh. inkwell and a piece of paper. That is very funny, though. There's a spider. Like no, sorry. Go ahead. There's a spider abomination that has taken a liking to hunting the caravans of the peoples of the clearing. Oh, gee, could you give me a, a description of this spider? Well, it was less of a spider and more of a monstrous humanoid that turned into a spider oh, because okay, it was okay. forced to because there was a spider inside of it. Okay, okay. And he's writing this down. <laughs> but it was kind of like upside down as it came out as the legs came out of its torso. Like, looks up and he's like nodding a little bit. Like, do do any of you have any like sketch ability? I don't think we've heard of something like this before. Oh yeah, I can do this. I, I used to, I'm quite the artist. Oh, Perfect. Go ahead and make me a performance check. He pushes the inkwell pen. Do you have high performance? You. Do I have what? Do you have high performance? No. <laughs> oh, my charisma sucks. He's also half blind. Oh, that's <laughs> he right. can't really. Maybe maybe it very he well. was an artist. Well, I oh, you can kind of see ink, it, yeah. So the that's lack true. of color isn't so bad. I would have described it, but I wasn't. <laughs> You, oh yeah, that's true. Well, you saw it. You did see it. Yeah, but, but I, I, I as a player, you. don't yeah. know how to describe it because I wasn't there. Twenty natural twenty. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So in the very, you take this paper and you see he's like <laughs> he scribbled at like the very top of the page, just like a couple lines detailing what you saw. And then you take up the whole rest of this page, <laughs> dipping in this ink pen, and you're working on it wicked fast. And you 
reveal this horrid spider where it seems to be like a female body that has more limbs sticking out of like the rib cage and down and her head is kind of swiveling at the top of it a full like just spinning around with these big old fangs sticking out of it and eyes that popped out and you present this horrifying thing and Dolkin like you whip this out and you like hold it up to him it's like oh <laughs> what the fuck is that oh it's just what I saw today oh and Damn. <laughs> I wanted to kill it, but Kava here had other plans. He grunts and kind of like pulls his like shirt up a little bit to show that he's like severely lacerated down the side and still like leaking blood and stuff like that. And they're just like bruising all over his neck. Yeah, other plans. <laughs> grunts. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we hopefully will run into it again so we can finish it off. All right, well, uh, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, he uh, pushes a small bag of silver towards you. It's like 10 silver, but just for the information. Thanks. <laughs> I'm take it. I'll, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to find a way to make some, some copies of this to stick in different parcels. <laughs> I, I said it first. I'm taking it. <laughs> well, you are the one that did the drawing. So. Oh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> it was a very good drawing. Yeah, worth 10 silver. Get many drinks with that. You actually can. <laughs> Ten silver is is nothing to adventurers, but it's <laughs> it's a reasonable amount of money for like most people. <laughs> like a day's wage. Uh, let's see. If a, like a gold is ten silver normally, uh-huh. and so like a gold is like a week's wage. <laughs> so I he just handed me a week's wage. Yeah, essentially. Wow. Okay. The faded the the currency for faded like the economy for faded is completely different. Like you guys turn in a quest and you get hundreds of gold pieces. <laughs> Everybody else doesn't live like that. Is that <laughs> part of the reason why the common folk hate us? No. <laughs> they hate you because you're on the path to becoming monsters, going mad in the mist and <laughs> becoming the kind of thing that eats people. That was already <laughs> that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That but worse. <laughs> that but worse. You can eat people with extra limbs and shit after the after a while in there, I guess. Anyhow. And apparently we cause uh, the Darwinism that leads to these abominations. Well. It fights us <laughs> and then it gets away. It's the strong one. Well, yeah. Well, it, it's probably stronger for it. Yeah. Well, like, says it was looking, it was like limping and bleeding severely. Oh, There's a chance it doesn't make it. That's true. Yeah, with whatever other horrors are out there. Right. It might hunt it. Yeah. Well, I'm. Thank you kindly. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, what, what, uh, do you guys know where you're going to be heading off to next? We're probably headed back to, insert name of town, I forget. Uh, Bracton. <laughs> Bracton to see Habard's wife. Habard? Well, Habard, yeah. Habard Yorch. Yeah. He was a good man. Um. Well, if you're heading back that way, I have a small parcel of information you could bring to the outpost over there. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, they'll pay you for its delivery. Yeah. I'll nudge Navarre and say, "Buy me some, buy me some Sylvain, and I'll pay it back to you." <laughs> Last time you said that to me, you spent it on arrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't have the chance to acquire Sylvain again for probably a while. We definitely got a pretty good stock here. Like, if, if you're looking to stock up on some Sylvain, here's the place. Fine, I'll put it, I'll put it in my notes along with this information. <laughs> the, the, the debt? <laughs> <laughs> Kava's also going to pick some up. Um, So they're going to cause twice as much as regular rounds. You pull them up, and it seems like if you hold them to the light, like, they shine through with this uh, green crystal. It's still, like, perfectly rounded, as if it was metal, but it's got this kind of, like, veiny look throughout it. All right. Uh, how, how much do you want? I would like, let's see, 20, let me think. I want to say 15, but that doesn't round down easily, but maybe 10 rifle rounds, 20 pistol rounds, 10 arrows, and 20 bolts. Cool. <laughs> so it'll be 20 for, like, a, a gold piece for 10. Oh, it's a gold piece for 10? Yeah, because yeah, they're twice the cost. Okay, that's fine. So 20 pistol, 10 rifle, 10 arrows, 20 bolts. They're all Sylvain? Yeah. All right, so that's... So uh, he kind of pulls out five this... Five gold. Yeah, I wasn't listening very well. I was trying to put in Jonas, so... <laughs> I'm still trying to put oh, in Oh, it's not side. even that much. <laughs> but... 
to more a lot more than Mulek has right now. Positive number that's going into debt.md. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, my debt page. Your debt definitely page. not a digital file. This is why this is why I do not consider you edible. You are too useful. <laughs> That's funny. So there's a lot of transferring of Sylvain. He's like, I've got some other specialty rounds as well. It's just not in as much of an abundance. So if there's something else you're looking for, like so we got some of it. These particular Sylvain rounds are stable enough that they're just kind of put in like a simple enough box kind of deal. All right. Kind of wrapped in cloth. I'll get a hundred of those for the pistol. A hundred of those. So that'll be 10 gold. Yeah. Okay. Sylvain pistol rounds. And these are going to break through any resistance a creature of undead or shadow has, as well as probably doing another d6 of extra damage. Cool. Oh, nice. All right, I'm trying to add it right now. How do you spell Sylvain? S-Y-L-V-E-I-N. S-Y-L-V... Why? That spelling. It's not that bad. It's like Sylvain, but it's a vein instead. Oh. So S-Y-L-V-A-Y-N? No, V-E-I-N. V-E-I-N. Sylvain arrow. Arrow. Are you buying arrows too? Yeah. No. I'm. Everything's an arrow, remember? Well, putting it in as a custom item, Robbie, it works a little better that way. Oh. You can just go add equipment, add custom item, and then type it out. Oh, I thought I was doing that. I guess I did it different. <laughs> add custom. Are we calculating weights of ammunition? No, I don't want to deal with that. Okay. So I said 10 arrows. Add. <laughs> Shopping trip. Yay. <laughs> I'm just going to add them to Quiver of Simonia, but for actual gameplay purposes, how Mulek is going to do it is he's going to have what he needs in his Quiver of Simonia and then the rest of the excess ammunition in his backpack. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. That way it keeps in line with the rules of how much ammunition I'm allowed to carry in that quiver. Gotcha. What other ammunitions do you have? Well, I've got a little, uh, got a little doltite here, very little radium, and I've also got some very, very little stygian. I've got a couple stygian daggers, but that's it there. What does stygian do? It's hell metal. So mm-hmm. it's going to be useful against like celestials and those type of creatures. I'll get a hundred of those. A hundred Stygian daggers? Those are much more expensive, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there were bullets for a second. No, <laughs> the Stygian, the Stygian, he only has in daggers. Uh, I'll get like I would like a Stygian dagger. Okay, uh, <laughs> let me pull up the how much they cost real quick. Okay, and each of those are going to be six gold pieces a piece. All right, I am six more gold pieces in your debt. <laughs> you just want one. Yeah. All right. All right. See, Mulek is about having a variety. Yeah. So these Stygian daggers, um, you know how like Damascus still seems to have those fancy waving patterns in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems to have like a, like a river run ripple across these blades. And it's this dark black metal that shines with a little bit of an obsidian sheen. And it seems like there's no way to get an actual perfect blade to it. It kind of has a little bit of that like chipped like obsidian arrowhead type look to it a little bit on the blade. Hmm. Where it has light serrations at the edge. How do you spell Stygian? Uh, S-T-Y-G-I-A-N. So stick, like the river sticks. Mm-hmm. But saying Stixian is a mouthful. So Stygian works a little bit better. Uh, and how many did you want, Robbie? Three. Three? Okay. It costs 15. Yeah. I think he would only have three in total, though. Oh, okay. Of the Stygian daggers, because they're pretty hard to come by. Cool. That works. So does that mean I get one, or? Yes. You said you wanted one. <laughs> one, and then yes. two to Nevaer. Uh, you are too kind. <laughs> <laughs> I owe you I owe you even more now, friend. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> You owe me 11 gold. (laughs) (laughs) So what's this info for the outpost? Um, So he hands you, kind of pushes a small partial towards you that is kind of wax sealed and and sealed in these thick brown type of paper. It's probably only a foot by a half foot by eight inches tall, a small box. Cool. And then I would also like... I'll grab it. Some dull sight arrows and rifle shots. 
Okay, those are also going to be one gold piece to ten. Right. Dolite is a little easier to come by, but he's only going to have probably, at the very most, 20... What is it that you're looking for? Uh, rifle, shot, and arrows. Okay, he might have 20 arrows and 10 rifle shot at most. Okay, sure, I'll get... 20 arrows and 10 rifle. <laughs> Three more gold in debt. How do you spell Doltite? D-U-L-T-I-T-E. D-U-L-T-I-T-E? T-I-T-E, yeah. And every single one of these Doltite rounds seem to be like packed in a stable wooden box and the arrowheads are actually wrapped in a little bit of cloth. Mm, very nice. Okay, that's all I would like. Does Kava want anything? Does he speak anything in uh, in his sign language? I think, assuming how you guys are staying the night, I think Jonah will be able to, if he wants to get more rounds tomorrow, we can just retcon a little bit. Okay. Because I don't want to fill his inventory up with a bunch of ammo he's not interested in. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he'll have a chance tomorrow to do that. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do in how the do store? How do you spell Stygian? S-T-Y-G-I-A-N. G-I-A-N. Okay. I like all your variety you came up with. Thank you. I had a lot of fun coming up with wacky metals. Because, <laughs> I mean, in The Witcher, you have, like, blade oils and stuff like that that you can put on your blades. Mm-hmm. We could do something like that, too. But where we're doing a lot of gunplay, it's so much cooler to, like, whip it, like, open up your six shot and put an explosive round, <laughs> one made out of a metal alloy from metal on the bottom of the river sticks in hell, <laughs> a crystal with veins in it, a rusting disease bullet, slap them in there and start fanning that into things that's so cool <laughs> that is cool <laughs> so i had a lot of fun coming up with a whole bunch of wacky metals cool well uh i didn't get everything but i guess i'm done here for now <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now yep. that you're racking up a, a tally to use against yeah. mulek got a blacksmith tab that's right i will flick around my stygian dagger between my hands and ask if there's anything i could try it out on he looks at you in fear Oh, what do you what do you mean? You no friend like a mannequin or a target. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, holy shit! I mean, maybe something over at the blacksmith. Ah, uh, he doesn't Hells, like us I very much. Well, I mean, that, yeah, it's kind of comes with the job. Yeah, is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> on my way out, I'll just make a short slash on. <laughs> the side of a building okay go ahead and roll the hit like a wooden building right with the stygian dagger oh nat 20 nat 20 so you slice into it in the serration bites easy and as you kind of slice through it you see this sort of it's not rod it's like instantly charcoals a little bit at the end not really like a heat charcoal but it seems to like pull itself back a little bit the wood does like and it blackens chemical burn yeah yeah yeah, oh. exactly. I wonder what kind of a scabbard you would need for that dagger. Oh, it, by the way, it comes with a scabbard, yeah. Oh. With like a metal line scabbard. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I put, the, uh, I put mine on my belt then. Truly perfect. a thing worthy of Mulek. <laughs> and I'll put it in my quiver. Imagine having a hundred daggers all in scabbards like where you would put them. <laughs> yeah, you just like whip them out. You just like dump out a bag and it's just like scabbards. You start pulling them out. I so don't have armor. I have scabbards. The nice thing about <laughs> the nice thing about the dagger is it's reusable, unlike the bullets. And I don't know if the arrows are reusable. I kind of doubt it. But the arrows, most of them will be. The doltite won't be. But like the Sylvan arrows will be. With most arrows, you can like you get a fifty percent recovery rate in D anD. d That holds true for like the Sylvan, not so for the doltite. So that's a reason why I sometimes might prefer to lean to using my bolts and arrows. Mm, because those can be recovered, bolts can't. Okay, good to know. But also like some materials like the Doltite or like other softer stuff like the Radium, those won't be recoverable. But the hard, like a Stygian, the Sylvain. So they wouldn't be able to make a Doltite dagger, right? Not effectively. They can, but But it hasn't really been found. There hasn't been a way found to be like a dagger with a Doltite edge that kind of erodes once it's used. Right, essentially. Kind of like like applying poison to a dagger. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, as you're rushing out of this building, you nearly knock over what looks to be an elvish boy, and he kind of steps back as you slash into this door frame, (laughs) and he kind of like hides his shock, and he looks up the three of you and back and forth, and he's like, uh, uh, sirs, um, uh, can you, uh, 
come with me? I, uh, my, my father wants to speak with you. Oh, well, yes, young lad. <laughs> and I'll flash my, I'll flash my teeth. <laughs> he ducks his head and pulls his hat down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, just, just follow me if you would. All right, I'll follow him. Okay. Do you so, want to roll insight? You yeah. made a face. <laughs> wonder what this is about. Strange. 21. 21. 21. Um, <laughs> the boy is very nervous to talk to you guys. He's scared. He's holding it very well. Like, he doesn't seem nervous, like, at the front. But, like, you can see, like, he's shaking a little bit. And you can see, like, his hands are, like, white-knuckled a little bit. And he leads you through town off to the side. You start watching the buildings get a little bit poorer. And you see what looks like an old blacksmith shop. It's smaller than the blacksmith shop in there, but it kind of has the same sort of look, right? It doesn't have an open wall or anything like that. And there's like a flickering lamp inside. And he opens the door and, and uh, holds it open for you guys. And uh, hear my head in like like in a movie. Um, you see <laughs> there's a seems to be like a reading desk in the corner of this room that a man's sitting at in a chair. There's a fireplace that isn't lit right now. There's like a hallway and there's an up, uh, stairs that you can see. It doesn't seem to be like a store or anything like that. You can kind of see that this room is a pretty small part of this building. And then you see a man who's kind of scribbling on something on this uh, desk. Can I walk in with my wings flared and flapping? Get the <laughs> everywhere. And what would you have with the faded Mr. Elf? You walk in, and are you talking to the boy or the older? The, the, old, the, the older. The older man, okay. So he turns and looks at you, and even despite him being elven and them normally having, like, ageless features and stuff like that, there's something old in this particular elf. There seems to be wrinkles that don't normally touch an elf's face. Everybody can roll a medicine check real quick. 10. 20. 20. Okay, perfect. You see an elf that looks way more withered than he should be as he kind of turns, stands up out of his chair, leaning hard against it. Navir, you can see that his left arm, like his hand, is heavily bandaged and he seems to hold it closer to his side. You see that he has like glasses on, which you've never seen an elf wear glasses (laughs) before in your life. You can kind of see peeking out of the bandage like black veins on that hand where he's wrapped it up. And as he kind of pulls himself up to standing, he seems unsteady and he kind of coughs and he's like, ah, Master Mistwalkers, it's very good to see you. With that respectful tone, Mulek's shoulders will ease a little bit and he'll just grin and he's not going to be putting up an intimidating face like he was with his son. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) I, I only, I've... I've done it. I've done it. I have something I want to show you. Yeah? And he kind of limps off to the side towards a door that goes into the bigger part of the house that you had seen before, that you could see from outside. And he starts to kind of leaning on this door, opening it, and he steps inside. I follow. I do as well. So does Kava. And that is where we will end tonight's episode. (laughs) Ooh. Very good. In this episode, we used ambience and music from Incompetech Com. These may have been modified from their original form, and links to these artists' works are in the description below. Uh, who's going to write down 40 gold for him? I will. I forgot I needed to. I'm not used to running other people's characters. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need, to design I, my, I need to design no, my mask. Fine. Yeah, everybody definitely needs to design their mask. Well, I mean the two that are going to be using it. Quick question, how do I add gold? What the shit? Oh, you uh, click on okay, gold on I, the right. I found it. I found it. <laughs> uh, That's okay. I always the sheet is complicated. It is, and I'm not used to looking at it other than to say what skill is your person good at, so I can say that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what I use the character sheets for mainly, and also being like, okay, what are their armor class and. How much can I hit them before they die instantly? Good to know. Good things to know. Yeah. I think they could be more alphabetical. Yeah. I think the pen and paper sheet is put together much better than the D&D Beyond sheet is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to model mine after it. Where do I find arrows? Or you can just go like this and go, um, uh, where'd it go? Just type it in. Uh, That's custom item. Yeah. God, just custom item. Single shot pistol You can just bullets. do like pistol round. Pistol round. Yeah. Custom item works really well. That's the way to do it. Nice. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, it does not cost 1,000 gold pieces. Oh, no, just 10, just 10. <laughs> Paying 10 gold per bullet. <laughs>
Sylvain. Those things better, like, be love potion bullets. <laughs> <laughs> the healing bullets. Yes. Walks up to somebody and puts a gun to their head. No. They're healed. <laughs> Killing floor logic. Yep. We shoot you with this needle across the fucking football stadium. We did some shopping, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the episode. I wanted to get to that tonight, but we're already at an hour 40 of recording and it's getting late. So now our yeah, reactions are pretty fine. slow. Yeah, they <laughs> really are. So yeah, that's fun. We got to talk about the cool metals at least and learn a little bit about the world. I'm excited for next session though. <laughs> yeah. And we got to learn about the happy relationship between the faded and the common folk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I developed Navarre's personality more. He kind of uh gonna try to tries to be intimidating but he's a klutz he's a klutz <laughs> yeah yeah the the slapstick comedy gotta have a little bit of it that's for sure don't you love that i add this shit into your serious campaign? i actually i actually do <laughs> anybody who who uh studies story writing knows that if you do like a like a horror writing in order to have it be a good horror you have to have comedic points hmm. yeah. you, you gotta have like breakaway uh comedy otherwise it becomes like a like too much and the suspense loses its edge hmm. that's why you see like even like uh even like in shakespeare's Macbeth, like one moment they're chopping people up and next there's like st- slaps to comedy with some guards <laughs> <laughs> it's just the best way to have your horror maintain its edge is to throw in a little bit of comedy every now and then is it in that shakespeare one is it like sadistic comedy or is it just like no it's just like out outright just like oh there's two stupid guards <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know what they're talking about and yeah. it's like wordplay a little bit but it's fun <laughs> okay fun. finding the button